Welcome to the Job Factory podcast, presented by CUNY Career Development Society. My name is Blue, career coach and your host at the Job Factory, the career development and job search podcast. I interview real job seekers and share real stories as inspiration and hope for everyone out there looking for a job. During the episode, I will be offering career advice as we discuss job search strategies. At the end of the episode, I will offer relatable tips on how you can improve your job search. To find out more information about our services, please check out kcds.ca. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. Now, this week, it's actually a solo cast. In between guest interviews, we will be offering solo casts focusing on various job search themes and giving advice on things like today, the applicant tracking system. So let's look at the applicant tracking system. What can you do to make sure your resume gets seen by a real person? And what is an applicant tracking system? So it's a software application that scans and filters resumes and sometimes cover letters based on keywords. The ATS are being used to streamline the hiring so it saves time, but can also mean great applicants like you miss the boat. I often hear from job seekers that are great candidates and they tell me they've not been getting any responses to their resume. So my guess is that these job seekers are not optimizing their resume for the ATS. So if your job application involves you uploading your resume, then you really need to prepare for your resume being scanned by an applicant tracking system. And these recruitment tracking systems will filter resumes into a database and then rank them based on criteria that's been chosen by the hiring manager. So these filters will often be set for skills, work experience, qualifications, and depending on your situation, the career you're in, the job you're applying for, they may even filter it based on schools or colleges attended. The filter that's set up as I say, does depend on what the employer's needs are. So we're not necessarily going to know exactly what the filter is going to be. So the best thing to do is focus on the job post. So given that your resume is going to be ranked in a database, you want to appear as high in the potentially the top 10, certainly the top 20 of the resumes that have been submitted. So the keywords are the thing to focus on. So pay particular attention as well to the qualifications that are highlighted in the job post. It's simple. Resumes that match the job posting will rank higher in the database and be more likely to be seen by a real human. So if you understand the concept of search engine optimization with websites, then the ATS is very similar. So ask yourself, when you are doing a Google search, do you ever go to the second page of results? or scroll down past the top 10. Probably unlikely or very rare. So think about your resume ranking in a database. It's very much the same thing. If you drop below the top 20, you're unlikely to be seen. So applicant tracking systems collect and store resumes in a database. So some employers may still review all the job applications coming through. But at best, in this scenario, you have maybe six seconds to grab their attention. So your resume needs to stand out with attention-grabbing headlines and keywords. So here are some top tips on optimizing your resume for the ATS. 
If you have relevant work experience, then I would strongly suggest using what I would call a combination style resume. That means you're going to have a relevant skills section in the top third of the page. Some people would call this a core competencies section, followed by a detailed work history. This means you can use keywords from the job post and industry jargon in the description underneath each of your job titles. This works really well if you have relevant work experience to the job you're applying for. Hyper-focus your resume using this keyword optimization. So I'm gonna keep saying that again, the keywords, it's all about the keywords. Repeat the keywords from the job post as they appear. Now this is important too. So if it says administrative assistant, then use that exact title on your resume. Don't use admin assistant or administration assistant. Use administrative assistant, just like it's written in the, in the job posting. Underneath the headline, which I like to call where your name is, that's the headline. Underneath the headline of your name and job title, I would add a short professional summary. This is gonna highlight your professional experience and key strengths in maybe two to three sentences using keywords, there's that phrase again, the keywords and industry jargon. So it needs to be short and punchy, not a long narrative, just nice and short and to the point. The highlighted skills section, which I mentioned, this is gonna have a series of skill statements that match your job posting. So for example, a job post for a front desk manager at a Four Seasons Hotel might highlight in the job post underneath qualifications that they're looking for a candidate with strong organizational skills, ability to prioritize and multitask. In fact, I see this term, these terms of phrase quite often in, in uh, job postings. So a skill statement that repeats these words with added context would be a really good approach to show that you're a strong candidate. Now you could write something along the lines of strong organizational skills with 10 years experience multitasking as, front, as a front desk manager at the Best Western, scheduling and prioritizing 12 staff. Something like that, a statement like that, is gonna be really strong and stand out. And we're quantifying things too. 10 years experience, 12 staff. That sounds like a really good, strong statement. Some of the other applicant tracking systems though might not recognize modern templates. So honestly, I would, I would avoid these modern online templates with shading and tables because the ATS may have trouble scanning. And so do yourself a favor, use a PDF file or maybe even better yet, a Word document that is set to read only so nobody else can edit it. Now, the PDF will keep your resume looking and feeling the same when you send it, as opposed to the risk sometime of an old Word document. Uh, maybe the formatting gets changed while it's um, being opened on another computer. But the thing is, some of these older applicant tracking systems, they can't actually scan a PDF very effectively. Now, it's up to you which, one you, which way you go, whether you choose PDF or a Word document, but certainly I would avoid any fancy whistles and bells with tables and charts um, and separate columns and things like that. Keep it simple. Use traditional headings and spell out abbreviations and repeat keywords. Any associated jargon in full, no acronyms or anything like that. Again, just look at the job post, look at the website and use the same kind of language. So if you have more than five years work history, I would actually consider having two pages instead of one. 
So don't limit yourself here. For the ATS, the more keywords being repeated and the more text heavy in that respect, the better. One page is great. It looks, it's easy to scan. It looks good. But with two pages, it's not the worst thing in the world. But that really depends on how much work history do you have and is it worth really having a second page? So I'll leave that decision to you. So in summary, your resume being seen by a human may depend on how well you've ranked in the database according to this ATS. So welcome to the modern world. Great applicants can be missed if they don't play the game. So in conclusion, target your resume, optimize those keywords and use industry jargon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Job Factory podcast. Subscribe now and make sure you don't miss our next episode. For more information about our employment services, please go to our website at kcds.ca.